We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri. We're for brewmasters, stockbrokers, beauty queens, and truck drivers. Whatever you do, if you're a Missourian, we're for you. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we've got Missouri covered. Welcome back to the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHB. I'm Harvey Firestein. Jesus, I can't do this, but I'm going to. Stephen St. John, Nate Piketty, Ty Lebo, Jacob Terrez. we got lots to talk about in this hour. We, we'll get back to the Chiefs. We've talked it was pretty much all Chiefs in the first hour. we got a whole week. I'll we give you a stat. We don't have any interviews uh, to play. Can I give you a stat? You can, you can, you can save it to when we talk about the Chiefs. I want to say now. one thing real quick. We're we're the beginning of the segment now. Go ahead. They, uh, the stat about the defenses from the... The 2000s on. Oh, you know. piss no, on the stats. No, I, I, I love the stat. It's great. Uh, but the Chiefs do need to finish. And that's that's the gist. That was the whole gist of, of the Ravens. But I, I went back and looked up the 85 Bears. Do you know how many points the Bears gave up in the playoffs before the, before the Super Bowl? How many? They played two games. Yeah. Well, what, would, what would be good? I don't know. Tell me. What would be good? Uh, two shutouts. Two shutouts would be real nice. Yeah. Two shutouts. Yeah. 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 Great. yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. The one of those was against like Eric Dickerson and the Rams. And they, they? then they were losing. They were losing to the Patriots. They fumbled they on the first field. drive. Yeah. You know, the the 2023 Ravens might be better than them. Mm-mm. They're not. You know why? Jake, every time I bring it up, Jake laughs. They didn't finish the job. Oh, really? You have to finish yeah. the job. They kind of didn't start the job either. Oh, no, they started the job. They didn't even get to the Super Bowl. They actually they finished this, the job better than they started the job against the Chiefs. They were really good in the second yeah, half. Wasn't enough. Great. Wasn't enough. They needed their offense to help them a little bit. Yeah. They couldn't do it against this Chiefs defense. No. This Ravens offense would have been good enough for the Bears defense. Let me just oh, find would have been great. You just find ten points. Point. Yeah. A point would have been good. Okay, so let's get into a, a couple of, uh, all right, programming note, pop culture. Quit, quit your bitching. <laughs> Here we go. And so I love movies and music, so it was a great weekend. Uh because I thought the Grammys were outstanding last night. We'll get to that in a minute. But, you know, when we get this age, obviously one of the things that uh, happens um, is we, we see athletes, actors, singers, whatever, people that we looked up to or people that we, we treated as heroes as kids, uh, they die. Everyone dies, you know. Um, but you know, when you're a kid, you don't think about that. And there's certain people, um, that, that seem like almost superhuman, right? That you just look at, look at in a different way. And I always, I have this list of people that I have, like it's a bucket list that I would love to meet, love to shake hands with, love to take a picture with, um, just people that had a big impact on me or, uh, might've shaped my, um, love of movies or pop culture or whatever, right? However you define having a big impact. And and I think back to, to you know, my life, you know, as a kid. And, like, I hear, like, uh, like when Nate talks about Star Wars, you know, or, or, or um, I don't know, like, what, what was, like, when you were a kid, what what do you, what did you identify with most movies? I like Star whatever. Wars, yeah. But, yeah, I don't, you're not. 
I don't know if you're just, no, I, mean, I don't people, like this new stuff. Right. But anyway, there's there's people that have things that that resonate with them, that yeah. they, they still love. And I think like, one of the reasons we love certain things like that is because it makes us feel like a kid. Yeah, again absolutely. We see it, right? Yes. Nostalgia. And, and, and for, for, Happy time. For my whole life, that'll always be the Rocky movies. Yes. Okay? Because Rocky 1 was 76. I was four years old. And it just... Coincided with my childhood, Rocky One, Rocky Two, Rocky Three, Rocky Four, all of it, into adulthood, to where I got to take my boys to see Rocky Balboa, and then into the Creed movies. And so, even though the last Creed generational burned and flushed, because no Stallone, no Saint John, and that's how it goes. But noted, and I and I always think about this, and you know, and Richie who. Uh, man to see his father's son. He loves to needle me about stuff and make fun of me about stuff and how I get emotional. He was man, you know, whenever Sylvester Stallone passes, you're going to have to call in sick. I've told you that. I won't come to work the next day. I'll be in 24 hours in the morning and I won't to leave me alone because I love him so much. Better happen on a Friday night. Though. Right. But I mean, and, get your ass into work. and also that was, I mean, I loved Muhammad Ali. I love certain fighters, but the Rocky movies, put it in my head, I want a box. I want to fight in the Golden Gloves. I want to be a pro boxer someday, and I'm going to do it because those and, and those movies inspire me. The soundtracks hold up when I go and walk, or if I want to be in a better mood or get fired up, I listen to the Rocky soundtracks. Uh, my son Richie is even crazier now about the Rocky movies than I am. Phil loves them. I mean, it's just it, it's uh, they make me feel good. They're a big part of my childhood. And I, I didn't know I was going to get so upset or like feel like someone punched me in the gut when I found out that Carl Weathers passed away. Well, it it was not expected. Well, he's just he's, in the, he's, he's in the Super Bowl he's in these commercials, commercials with, with Gronk. Gronk, right? And I'm like, yeah. and then that was that was Friday, right? He, he was, he, and I was just like, what? And like, it's one of those things where you think that nobody could have brought what he brought to the the role of Apollo Creed. He was so great. And on top of that, as someone that loves boxing, that's the worst thing about going to see boxing movies is I pick apart the scenes and I pick, well, this guy doesn't. He looked like he could have been the heavyweight champion oh, yeah. of the world. He fought. I mean, he was, he, he was an NFL player. He was yeah. an athlete. But he, I mean, everything he did looked like a fighter. And the way he talked. Was, everything. The, the, the trash talking. Yeah. All of it, and was it was perfect. modeled. It was modeled after Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Well done. And it, it, he was just, I mean, he, everything he brought to that series, you know, and, and where, where he's the villain. But you know what? I don't really hate him. I like him, too. And then, you know, he loses and then coming back in Rocky three when he comes to train Rocky to try to train him to beat Clever Lang and the exchanges between him and Paulie and the comedic aspect. And then obviously his demise and. In Rocky Four, sad. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was super sad. And then also, if you think about you, th that's an iconic figure, right? But then Chubbs and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole different generation. It was of hilarious. They know there. And then his role in Predator. Yeah. You know, and I know that he had roles in TV shows and other things where he showed his comedic chops, and he was hilarious. But that. There, there, just there's only a handful of iconic characters in in movies that will stand the test of time. Yeah, the character. There will always be revered. The name, yeah. yeah, Apollo Creed. 
What a name, too. Apollo Creed. That's there's. I hate to call him a villain, but there's there was no better anti-hero or whatever adversary in the movies ever. Antagonist than than Apollo Creed. Um, and we played one of my favorite clips at the end of Rocky Three when he gets him in the ring because that's the favor. You know, he wants mm-hmm. one more crack at him. Ding ding. But I kept waiting and waiting to hear what Sylvester Stallone was going to say. And Jake, I hope you got that. So finally on on Instagram, and it's Sylvester Stallone in his home, and he's standing in front of his bar where he's got the giant picture by Leroy Neiman that's shown at the end of Rocky Three of him and Apollo getting ready to land the punches, right? And that was to me still. That may be my favorite ending to any movie ever. It's great, because you don't know. Because they're in there, and they're talking, you know, you know, you told me everything, you know, almost everything. you got to remember, you fight great, but I'm a great fighter. You know, and then, and then his, his difference is, he goes, it's too bad, we got to get old. He goes, just keep punching, Apollo. And they're getting ready to throw the punch, and right when they throw the punch, it turns into the Leroy Neiman picture, and you hear the opening, the Eye of the Tiger, which is one of the greatest movie songs ever. And then you're just like... I mean, what happened? in the 80s, at yeah. Blue Ridge East, watch her up. Maybe I, I think I saw that at Indian Springs. Just watched it. And you're just like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then you spend the next week arguing for who, won, who won in that sparring happened? session, right? Yeah. So this was Sylvester Stallone's. It's only like a minute long, but he, you could see he was, he was overcome with emotion. It was so awesome. This is what Stallone had to say just hours after we found out that uh, Carl Weathers had passed away. Hello, everyone. Today is an incredibly sad day for me. I mean, I'm so torn up, I can't even tell you. I'm just trying to hold it in because Carl Weathers was such an integral part of my life, my success, everything about it. I, I give him incredible credit and kudos because when he walked into that room and I saw him for the first time, I saw greatness. But I didn't realize how great. I never could have accomplished what we did with Rocky without him. He was absolutely brilliant. His voice, his size, his power, his athletic ability, but more importantly, his heart, his soul. It's it, it's a horrible loss. And I'm standing here in front of this painting because It was probably the last moment we were ever in the ring together, and I'll never forget it. He was magic, and I was so fortunate to be part of his life. So, Apollo, keep punching. That was beautiful. There's this, you know, and you just revert back to, or at least I did revert back to that little kid sitting in the movie theaters just captivated by every second of every Rocky movie that I saw and Apollo Creed was just and Rocky's right it wouldn't have been the same without him he was yeah. such a big part of it. I that. didn't see Rocky the original Rocky in the theater I don't think I know I saw Rocky 2 in the theater and Rocky 3 in the theater was a phenomenon because I'm a little bit older than you and that was like people cheering like they're at a sporting uh, event it was crazy man because and that was you know Mr. T was not really known, right? And then oh, that dude. was, they had Hulk Hogan in there and Hulk Hogan. Thunder Lips. And that's why I tried to tell my kids, like, we, the, 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 at that movie, it was like you were at the fight, mm-hmm. people cheering, people. Movies so crazy. The and then, of course, Rocky Four was the whole, like, you know, now you're at, like, Red Dawn, 
Soviets, yeah, America, yeah. and all that stuff, and then yeah, you're gonna you, you freaking kill. Apollo but, he's, Creed but he still had. But he saw the know. best intro of any fight ever with James oh, Brown living Brown, in America. Just, How could you ever get better than those that? Those were moment? so much fun to you go got, watch. You at got the, the freaking Godfather of Soul singing. It was right, crazy. living in America. We and had, Apollo uh, Creed with the Uncle Sam. It was I had fantastic. The, we had the Rocky one. It was just Rocky. Didn't have one. Yeah. We had the soundtrack on album. I used to listen to that all the time. Beautiful. It's great. The music, everything, and so. And I had a, uh, I had a, like a stuffed animal that looked a little bit like Butkus, you know, his dog. And uh, you sleep with it? No, nah, he was on the bed. I didn't sleep. Uh-huh. With it. it wasn't a soft. You know, I was a big dog. He's holding. Yeah, I didn't hold it. It was just there. Okay. But I mean, everyone loved that some stuff. Stuffed yeah. turtles, cuff and link. Yeah, cuff that's and link. Right. <laughs> we had a gruff Ruppin song called Norm is a Turtle for some yeah. reason because my buddy Rob had a had a turtle named Norm and it has a line in it that it's about it's a, it's a, he's a teeny tiny turtle walking the creek bed whatever anyways uh, and, it, and it gets to he is so tough uh, that he could whip Apollo Creed no he couldn't now and so and, and but <laughs> it all comes together because of Cuff and Link and the turtle that he had found in behind, behind his house called, we called Norm. Didn't have it for long, but you know, it, Apollo Creed made it into a, a gruff up. And he, and he was always like, I always hoped I would somehow would get a chance to meet him. And he would, once in a while, he would do those uh, Comic-Cons where he'd, he'd be there. But I, I don't, never where I could go or never I could see him. But just to be able to shake his hand, like, what, I mean, I don't know, what a... I mean, in all these other moments too, I got to kick out. I just, I'm just so hyper focused on Apollo Creed, but he was so many other things, you know. And, and like, funny guy. I remember going my, with my mom and dad to see the first day it came out. Action Jackson, Action Jackson, not a good Action, movie, but well, it was Action Jackson would whip your ass and also drive a sports car upstairs. Yeah, yeah. just driving <laughs> upstairs. He didn't, you know, for me, Arrested Development's one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. I think it's yeah, he just pops one, up one in the that. Most, he he plays himself. Yeah, he's. He was great as Carl Weathers in in, in Arrested Development. It, for people that love that, it's kind of a cult, you know, cult he just show. Popped up in every. Got yourself a stew. <laughs> Good stuff. He was it, it was something in the, the made of wood, real sturdy. Yeah. The Rocky <laughs> thing. Has, I mean, it, it, the Rocky stuff. I mean, you t- it, it's been it's been forty plus yeah. years, almost fifty years of making those movies and having that whole thread go through. Yeah, it's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah, just so sad, sad, day. sad day. Right side, move your head. Watch him now, watch him. Right, remember, he's got two hands, right? I'm just getting pissed right now. Damn, man, what the hell are you doing? There is no tomorrow. This guy will knock you on your ass. Come on, Rock, it's not a game. You want to lay up in the hospital for five weeks this time? You thought I was tough? This jump will kill you. Come on, come on, get your head on your shoulders, man. Think about the fight, think about the fight. Clover Lang's in here, he's trying to hurt you, Rock. He's trying to hurt you, okay, here he comes. Jeff, he's Jeff, he's Jeff, he's trying to hurt you. You gotta fight him, you gotta move. Come back. That still gets me going. I love Wild. it. I love it. 
So did you watch the Grammys last night? I watched the first probably hour and a half, and then I, I had to. I'd probably watch two hours because I, I watched. Yeah. I watched. Uh, curb your enthusiasm. Then I watched. I watched most of it. Then we had to have a true detective break. True detective break. And let me tell you something. It was hard to go back to the Grammys <laughs> after True Detective because I they gave me the the night yeah. sweats. I went to sleep right after that. Is that was good. Nightmare I, 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 fuel. I couldn't go to sleep. I had to. Go, I, I watched Beef. I was like, I, yeah. I need something. Steven said this was funny. I need, need a buffer. I, I need something. I cannot right, lay my head on like the right pillow. When, right when True Detective was over, me and sisters looking at each other like. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't go to sleep right away, but I tried to. No, oh not, boy, that was uh, the first two weeks. I watched it with the sun out, and that was what, like I wish it was. I was like, I'm not going to try to go to bed well, right now. Hey, old boy, still waiting for that Russian bride, isn't he? <laughs> Rena, where is she? Oh, poor guy. Poor, yeah, poor, oh. poor moron. You know, he's ready. Send her money. He had, money. Them, hey, he had them rose petals on the bed though. And nice, nice rosé. Uh, that's why I was like, oh, man. Oh, he's going to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, we, so we spent some time. So we watched most of it. Right? <laughs> I, I mean, it wasn't just some. It was, I mean, it was like way how about, overdone. How about, how about his son? You didn't, you didn't send her any money, did you? He he's like. Subject. Maybe how hard it is to get rid of my favorite part of Alaska. You want me to take this with us? Yeah. got some life in it. Yeah. <laughs> She's got like, some life in her. That's my, that was my guy. That's my, that's my, right. my that's choice. Right. So we're going back and forth. So then we watch the Grammys. And, uh, you know, obviously, right off the bat, the Tracy Chapman, Luke Combs thing was just through the roof. That was incredible. I mean, that song was great back then. And the song is great now. You got new life, new people are hearing. Somebody it. tweeted at me when I tweeted something about that, how great it was. He said, you know, he said, it's one of the most overrated songs of all time. Minimal vocal range required. And I just said, look, songs are about so much more than vocal range. Songs are about how they make people feel. And that song makes people feel a connection. It did back then, and it still does now. And you think about the wide variety of people. So the only songs that just the, love like that operatic song. songs right, have lots of. But just love, they just love that song. Yeah. That song hits people in a way where it's just, it's hard to describe. And that's what the best songs do, mm-hmm. right? They make you feel something. It hit a young Luke Combs that way. And I saw uh, Nate tweet something, it's not going to get any better than this. I said, you know what? I feel sorry for everyone else that's performing <laughs> because <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah. hey, thanks. Uh, and then uh, my girls are very excited to see uh, SZA perform, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, Hey, it's very interesting. I don't know those songs. This they was super I feel like to watch. those Grammys. I feel like my daughters produced them. Yeah, because everything that they listen to between like and they love Lana Del Rey and just all these different songs like that. I had no idea. Only right, but I have been educated through them because I I didn't know who's you know. SZA really was, but then I've heard that Kill Bill song 45,000 times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, the same thing with Lana Del Rey. They love it. It's all these songs like, good God, did, like, did my, were my daughters the only ones that voted here on the Grammys? Well, it's fine. That's why I felt like. And I haven't seen the Barbie movie, but the, the Billie Eilish thing, it's the Barbie movie. Everyone's seen Selena that. loves yeah. that song. I've seen it, but, but like watching it for the first time in a long time, they're like, oh, I know all these songs because my daughters control the music control this you know the spotify when they're in my car uh and i thought like no other do you find yourself listening listening to SZA at five fifteen in the morning when you're alone yeah. the kill bill yeah they've got good. you oh yeah they got i you like in. her okay and, those, and she put on she put on a good performance you like that didn't you I don't swords know, the tattoo on the palm of the hand seems well ouchy it's none of your business and so but i will say the moment 
It got me. And obviously, I love Billy Joel. I waited up to see Billy Joel perform his first new song in 30 years, and I loved it. And I'm glad they let him close the show with one of his classics, You May Be Right. And he kicked ass. And that's Billy Joel. Thank you. Uh, but, and you would not think this would have got me. So, you know, I love the, the movie Love Actually, right? One of my favorite movies, my favorite Christmas movie. One of the saddest, most emotional parts in that movie is when Emma Thompson, they're, they're this Christmas Eve, and get, they get to pick out one present, you know, and, and she thinks, well, she caught her husband buying a beautiful necklace at the department store, so she thinks That's he bought her. it for her. And so then she sees a similarly packaged gift, and she goes, oh, I want to open that one. And she opens it, and it's a double CD from Joni Mitchell. And then at that moment, she realizes he bought that necklace for someone else. Someone else. And so then she goes, "Why?" Well, I mean, they're getting ready to go to the Christmas play. I need to go get ready. And was one of the best. She's a, she's a phenomenal actress. Is when she she starts to cry and she's listening. And but in the, no, in the background you hear Joni Mitchell both sides now, which is a classic song. A beautiful song, and that made me like I want to know more about this song. She wrote that song when she was 22 years old, and it's such a wise, beautiful. It's one of the best songs ever, I think. And so then, Joni Mitchell last night, she's 80 years old. That was her Grammy debut. performance debut. She'd never performed at the Grammys, and a few years back, I think in around 2015 or so, she uh, had aneurysm, the burst. And she lost the ability to speak and sing and everything else. But then through physical therapy, at, at that age, I mean, she made it back. And she hasn't performed live in a long time. And the way they had it set up, and then she, they kind of had her in the throne and turned around. And she was, and she sang that song to perfection. And that song was beautiful. Did you cry? I got the tears welled up because it was like so beautiful. And, there, and here's this great artist at 80 years old, finally getting a chance to perform at the Grammys, one of the best songs ever. And people that appreciate that were just like, damn. And, and, and there were people that thought she'd never be able to sing. I just, that was like a wow. Yeah. The wow. I missed that part. I was going to get that on the internet. It, it was, it was, be, it was just, it was beautiful. And Billy Joel was awesome. Miley Cyrus's performance I thought was great. I don't know. Nate, I thought that was you good guys, too. That's a good song. And it was funny. She's a performer. She's a performer, and she had fun with it up there, you know? She was having fun. I mean, she was turned up (laughs) for the whole show. Yeah, I I have to admit, the Joni Mitchell's part happened was the part of the night where I was helping put my son to bed who refused to go to bed for an hour and a half. More Grammys, uh, The 40-year-old, so... um, I kind of had it on but wasn't able to pay attention to it, so I kind of want to go back and watch it now because I saw a lot of people commenting on it on social media. But I definitely watched the whole uh, Tracy Chapman, Luke Combs thing, and um, I was it was cool because I was explaining to my kids, you know, why I was excited to watch the Grammys that night. They honestly, they probably wouldn't have watched it; they would have been on their devices all mm-hmm. night. And we, I said, we're all putting the devices away. Let's watch this. You guys will end up seeing a bunch of artists that you like. Yeah. And I'll learn about them. Kids, yeah. Well, it's for for everybody. They did a great job of being for everybody. But the first part of it was from Billy Joel down to to Billie Eilish. You know, it appealed every. It had something for everybody. I thought and Billie Eilish was great. Stevie Wonder's tribute to Tony Bennett. 
Yeah. Was beautiful. Yeah, that was a well done in one. They did have a glitch. They started playing the Jimmy Buffett thing. Yeah, I thought Andy Lennox was great. Oh, she was great. The last concert my mom saw before she passed was Tony Bennett up in Wisconsin. She loved Tony Bennett. And Tony Bennett was the man. And Stevie Wonder did a great job of paying tribute to him. And you're right, the Andy Lennox tribute was great as well. It was, was, it was really good. Yeah, it was fun in our house because I was learning a lot about some of the younger artists. And like my son was super excited because he got to see 21 Savage and he got to see uh, Travis Scott. And, you know, my daughter was excited because she got to see some of her favorite pop stars. And I was telling them, though, leading up to it about why people were excited to see this Tracy Chapman, Luke Combs thing and what this song was about. And... I was crying my eyes out when I watched that part. I was. My kids were making fun of me. But I just thought it was incredibly beautiful because one of the conversations that my buddies and I had yesterday about it was Luke Holmes' version of it's great, but it's not as good as Tracy Chapman's. But it connects and, people to that version uh, and encourages them to it, you know, listen to it and look it up. And that was kind of what every, we all agreed on was, hey, it's because I think a lot of times the best remakes are when somebody kind of reinvents a song like the Tina Turner Proud Mary. It's mm-hmm. a totally different song, right, than the one than that the CCR, CCR did. Yeah. The, Luke Fan, Holmes. Fantasia's tribute to Tina Turner was badass. Was great, it was great. Was great. But Luke Holmes really kind of just does the, did song. the song. Yeah, he didn't change and, it. Um, and you can't do it as well as Tracy Chapman. Nobody can do it as well as Tracy Chapman. But exactly what you said, he has brought. That song back to life for a generation of people that wouldn't have known the song. And now I think, I don't know if it's true, but I saw on Twitter that it's like the no, her version is now yeah. the number one downloaded song on, on iTunes there, yeah. today. And he talks about her and pays tribute to her all the oh, time man. since he released it. It's beautiful. Luke Holmes is a stud. Yeah. Their uh, voices were beautiful. Oh, man. And, and just back and forth seeing too. the smile on her face. While she was performing the song, she doesn't perform live hardly at all. Yeah, yeah, and and my son actually before like before we went to bed last night, he was like, "Hey, what was the name of that song?" And he wanted to listen. And he doesn't listen to anything but but rap music, you know. And so that I thought was was great. The whole show was fun, and it was actually like a fun way to like. I love your your comment because. Some people want to belittle that moment. I don't know. I guess it's just the same thing. That's what people do. People just want to belittle like beautiful things because maybe they don't have enough beauty in their life or whatever. I don't know. But belittle the Chiefs defense. But yeah. But but I'll um, be damned if they do that around me. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But what your your point about it, it's about the way it makes you feel, and that was a great night because like that's we sat together as a family and we watched the vast majority of it and and it was awesome. I, I had a good time. It was great. It was great. It's hard for me to describe the way uh, SZA made me feel. And I'm not a big... It was, uh, I don't know. Mm. I don't know those songs. I don't have... Well, let's uh, go in your office and no, Bill. I've heard the song last night, and I listened to it again, because I was like, what was that song? And I found it, and I listened to it. It's mm-hmm. interesting. I thought it was a little bit dangerous when the, the right. people jumped up on the like tables with sword. Samurai swords. And I was like, let's like <laughs> lean back. I mean, There's I'm a sure lot they of, weren't uh, super sharp, yeah, but they look they look super sharp. Richie St. John listened to the show. He said, the Carl, uh, Carl Weathers news was tragic. Nobody else could have been Creed. That's right, Richie. And the only person that loves the Rocky movies more than me is Richie St. John. He's so. listening. Hello, Richie. You know how long I've What's tried to get him to listen to this damn show? And now he, he says, like in the last couple of months, he yeah, started listening to the show. It's all right. Well, he's got a morning. He's he got a morning gig on a job. Right. Got to get up now. Yeah, he listens. Different, different, different lifestyles working. Yeah. So yeah, and it, it's just. But, but, but again, all these things, the hey, music, get back movies, to work, Richie. But that's why, and I think that's Nate and I share that we're like so, so overly excited 
to try to share things from our childhood with our kids in hopes like, I hope they like something. And when something resonates and something hits, you're like, oh, yeah, I liked it. Finally, they like what I like. <laughs> and it's like usually like one out of a hundred. But, you know, when it hits, yeah. it makes you feel good. Jake wants us to break. Jake, did you watch the Grammys at all? No, I didn't. I saw the performance once it hit Twitter. Uh, so I got to watch the the, the Tracy chat. Well, that's fine. Yeah, uh, but Greg phenomenal. has a tweet for you. Okay, Greg. It says, please tell Jake. We're all in the night country now. Greg, I don't need that. Greg, <laughs> I, I had trouble sleeping after that. I don't need you to perpetuate that. I understand that. Otis. The German name Otis? Dude, let me tell you something. That, I'm just being honest. Otis. You don't need to watch the show. Otis. I woke up in the middle of the night. <laughs> in the night I, country? No, I had a, you know, yes, it's in my dreams. But the, you know what? That's when TV's powerful. Yeah. Do you think Evangeline's doing well right now? No, I don't. You don't like her look in her eyes. There's blood coming from her ear. I don't know what's happening right now. last five minutes, that thing was just like, the last five minutes, the whole... I'm just I want like, you to watch this, Nate. Just I don't watch know. it. Okay. Part in the dredge? Just watch it. No, the Nate dredge. doesn't need to watch Nate it. In the I don't dredge. look up it'll, what a dredge is. Yeah. It'll, it'll disturb me. Won't it? No, you don't need to watch it. I'm, I'm telling you right it. now, you don't okay. watch this show. You don't you know, want to be entertained? It's not for you. It is. I do want to say this. It's for everybody. It's for everybody. Grow you up. I I do want to say this because we're an hour and a half into the show. No. And we're 40 this, minutes into the segment. This, this little this little fellow was pretty happy this weekend because there was a nice little basketball game at Allen Fieldhouse that went well. Yeah. And then this nice little town got six World Cup games. Well, uh, that's the next segment. Boom. Let's go. A little teaser then. Okay, a little, little, teaser. little teaser from the little teaser. Katie. little happy boy over here. <laughs> we'll be uh, right back after this on WHB. All right, Nate B. Katie, what were you going to say about... Uh, this is maybe your last chance to talk about soccer, because if K-State... Oh, know, yeah, that's right. Wins tonight. Kansas beats Houston, but then we find out exactly how many matches and what... Uh, no, the dates. The yeah. dates and what matches they're going to be for the World Cup. So go ahead. Yeah, Kansas City's going to get six World Cup games, which is more than I... I thought it was going to be something like three, four, or five. Yeah, but there's so many games four. this year. They, they've expanded yeah, the field, four. you know. So yeah. There's, yeah. there's a lot of games. This is going to be and a new. Another, there's another round of. Yes. Of, it's, and it's a lot. Knockout round. And what's what's, what's great teams, about that 32. is they, they get yeah. four group stage games, mm-hmm. which will all be great. But they get two knockout round stage games. They get a round of 32 and a quarterfinal. Dude, the quarterfinal is going to be insane. Yeah. Those those That's games awesome. are Four of them just in the, the whole tournament. Yeah, right. yeah. The intensity of what, those matches. Boston, Miami, and what was the other? Houston uh, get one maybe? No. Seattle. Yep. Um, I know that uh, the final is going to be in New York. In the New semis Jersey. are in uh, yeah. uh, Dallas and Atlanta, I think maybe. Yeah. People were uh, surprised that Jerry World didn't get the final. Yeah. Yeah. There's and New York's New York, man. Yeah. It's well, there's. Like, did you guys see what they're doing with all the stadium names? FIFA, you want to talk about money grabs and all that stuff. Are they renaming them? They're renaming the stadiums. They're sponsoring themselves? Yeah, because they're not, uh, if, if like, that was the big fight. That's why this final is not, most people think, is not happening in L.A. Everybody thought it was going to be at SoFi Stadium. And apparently, Stan Kroenke was playing hardball with FIFA about the naming of the stadium and all that stuff. Because they're coming up, it's like, like it's not Hard Rock Stadium down in Miami mm-hmm. for the World Cup. It's like Miami Stadium or something yeah. like that. Uh, so... Yeah, that, that, that all got involved, and I wonder if that had something to do with it not being in Dallas, or maybe they just wanted it in New York. I don't know. I think um, they probably just want to be in New York. I yeah. mean, I, I see that's yeah. they, they, all the, the big groups want to be in New York. Yeah. But yeah, I, it, I think it's awesome that Kansas City's getting a quarterfinal. When I saw that come out, I was like, 
freaking quarterfinal. Did that surprise you? I guys? thought they weren't yes. going to get any yeah. knockout stage games. But. I, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm surprised and very happy. Very. I mean, I just think it's going to be. It's going to be unlike anything anybody in this town has ever seen before. Yeah, and so, uh, so our group stage games, we we literally will not know who those group stage games are for a year and a half. I'm going to ask you guys this Right now, today, there are only three teams in the World Cup, How? and that is America, Canada, and Mexico. Nobody else is qualified you, you, yet. It's still a long ways away. You can't say the U.S. men's national team, but I can tell you, if you could pick at least one team that will be here, who would you pick? England. Man. You could guarantee that this team will play at least one match in Kansas City, would it be? I would say England or Germany. I would say. That's two answers, Todd. I'll say England then. If it's about the team itself. I'm talking about the hooligan fans. I'm talking about the people coming. Yeah, because I'm thinking about the fans. What does Nate want? Well, I want Poland. Poland. (laughs) But but, but in terms of what I want to see in this town, I'm I'm, I'm torn right now because part of me wants to say France because Kylian Mbappe in his prime would be coming. What would be the best for the Brazil? But Brazil or Argentina? Yeah, I mean, those those two countries will travel... Brazil, <laughs> but I mean, I think you. I think Argentina's right there. Yeah, Argentina. But, but they just won the World Cup last they did, time. But no, nobody is Brazil, right? Um, nobody is Brazil. Argentina's they, yeah. close, but nobody. What is if? What Brazil. if? Uh, what like, if Mexico made a quarterfinal and Mexico was here? Oh Jesus! Versus America. Oh, that'd be well. That oh, is, they're not giving us that game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, not I will say this: it, one of the joys of having Jake back. Is there someone to push back against yeah. against soccer <laughs> and to see him like yeah. Brazil is Brazil? Right. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, there's just no better. I mean, the, that's the biggest show in soccer. It, it just is. There's, Your fans come too, though, like that. Oh, Abby, yeah. they will. Uh, they like no one else. Like, there's nothing else like Brazil. There just isn't. Just, well, and listen. Here's the deal for the for the final eight game, the quarterfinal. It's going to be a big. Country, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's going to be, be something. It's, it's, it's going to be what, France, Germany, you know, one of those. You and know. any of those countries are going to bring tens of thousands of people to this town. Yeah, it'd be wild. I mean, like when they had to set up the fan fest for this, the Power and Light District isn't big enough. They needed a place that can hold over a hundred thousand people. Yeah, to watch, you know, to, to be for all the days when they're next not, stage is we still have a chance to get yeah. uh, a home site for. A training for someone too, right? Where's that going to be? So we're going to figure that out. I don't. Um, I you don't must know, know the, something. I don't know when the details Come are on, on that. You know, there's going to be some big question. Yeah. Why can't you give us information? You have information. I, I mean, feel like. you know, she Dude, give us a little look at bit. a smile so, on his face. Uh, like, like, no, in the words turn, of Talibo, can you let us wet our beaks? Turn the screws. Dude, boy. I I was turn them. I mean, we're not asking for everything, but he sits here. He sits with his ass on top of a mountain of information, and you just won't give us nothing. Give this man He's something. Closed up, dude. Yesterday, Give him a taste. My day yesterday involved getting up, doing a doing a soccer match at three o'clock in the morning, involving Inter Miami and Hong Kong. And that country is pissed. Hong Kong that, is pretty it, happy dude, with the, uh, the, the, the government's mad. Yeah. Are you pissed? Are you? Uh, well, people were picking apart everything I said on the broadcast because they're trying to figure out, like, because and I, we didn't know. Sorry about that. If he was going to play or not, um, doing the game, they're not communicating with us in our studio in Fort Lauderdale. When did you find out? Um, we found out that he wasn't in the starting eleven about 
80 minutes before kickoff. Oh, so you, you knew. But we didn't know if he was going to play or not because the last game he wouldn't in the starting 11 because he, he, yeah. he came in in the last seven minutes. But then we're watching, and he's he's got, like, track pants on and all this. And then there was a report from the, the Michelle Kaufman covers – Enter Miami for the Miami Herald, and about twenty minutes into the game, she tweeted out that he wasn't going to play. And so I'm like, I saw that, and I'm like, getting with our pre-game. Does anybody confirm this? Does yeah. anybody know? Can we find out from anyone? No word from anybody. And then, like, when the teams go to warm up in the second half, the bench players go to warm up. Yeah. Messi doesn't get to warm up, and all the fans in the stadium they sold out the practice the day before. 40,000 people, and they had to shut down the whole area because people were trying to get in. And the people paid all this money for these tickets. They were booing, and they were destroying property hey, in the listen, stadium. You're telling me that there's no way they're going to pull this in Kansas City. I didn't. I've never said that. I'm asking you. If he gets hurt, uh, he's not going to play. Where you know, I got like, this guy. I got Jake basically putting up paychecks to try to get tickets to this thing. <laughs> And I'll be damned if I'm going to have him go out there and be up, uh, upset. They sold a suite for this at the Red Hot Night for uh, Children's much, First. How much did you pay? Night. I did not buy well, it. I'm sure you did. I can't remember what it went for. It was a big, big number. Give me a number. Oh, no, don't I can't just bring it up if you don't know the numbers. Figures. No, yeah. It was, it, was, it was 10 grand, 12 grand, 15 grand. I don't know. Five figures? I just, people, I people. It was five here's figures. what I remember. They did sell some Super Bowl tickets, but they sold uh, two tickets to watch Taylor Swift in Paris. Oh, okay? wow. With three nights in a hotel, but no airfare. So you get three nights in a hotel in Paris and two tickets to watch Taylor Swift in Paris, and they know the date. It's May, whatever. And it said some memorabilia, so maybe a T-shirt. What would be a fair price for two tickets to watch Taylor Swift play in Paris and three nights in a hotel? Well, I mean, you got to you fly your own way over there. What's retail? Probably four hundred. Twenty-five hundred bucks. Four hundred dollars a night in a hotel. Yep, three nights. Pay fifteen hundred yeah. bucks, twelve hundred, and then those tickets are probably four hundred each. The grand. This is for charity too. Right. So people no, no. Reach their I pockets. just want. I just want to yeah. know, like probably something like, like that. Let's just say so, eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Retail. What would be? A, what would be? A, I bet too much went, for Jake. I bet three thousand. Too, too much for me. Yeah. Would be fifty bucks. <laughs> too much for 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 rich folks. But Steven, no, I bet you it will went, do anything for your kids. I bet it went for twenty five thousand dollars to go to Paris to watch Taylor Swift. Three nights in a hotel. You have to buy, fly yourself over there. Twenty five. Two nights in Paris. No. No. How much? I've seen her three times. How much? This guy. We ha- I've seen it. No. So 30000 is too Nothing. much for you? Nothing. Okay, it went for $30,000. And then they said, how about this? We've got two more tickets. We'll do it twice. So they did it twice. $60,000. So $30,000. My limit. It my was a li- great night. They raised almost $3 million for children. My, my limit is whatever it costs for us to drive to Dallas to go see the Cotton Bowl. That's, where we, that's, that's, that's our the, ceiling. That's the, that's the deal. And it falls well short of what you just said. Well, we didn't raise $3 million yesterday, but the big steps toward cancer prevention pickleball tournament was a smashing success. Success. A smash. Dave Borchert and Laura Aldridge won the uh, championship, and we raised about uh, fifteen thousand dollars for the KU Cancer Good, Center. You got, so. you got you one of those Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> Half a Taylor Swift ticket. You go alone. <laughs> We're still proud of what we did, and we want Good to job. thank everybody for being a part of it. A lot of listeners signed up to play in the awesome. tournament. Which we is have awesome. to break. So tell us now, which when you fly into Vegas, flying this afternoon, we will be we'll at opening night tonight. Yep. So follow all of our social media stuff tonight. We'll have all all kinds of stuff at opening night. Should be wild. Radio Row, I'll be there all day tomorrow. Chief's availability is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, it's going to be fun. Seren will be there, and uh, Chad Boger will be there. I'm going to do my best to go to bed early because 
Sunrise comes early in Vegas, baby. You pay attention to this show. You're yeah, yeah. Get us out in the cold. I told All you. Right. I'll be. What time you want me on tomorrow? Whenever you can. Not not the six a.m. hour. Guys about a little bit later. Six a.m. Yeah, a little bit later. Six thirty. Six thirty central. I'll be. We'll see. Six fifteen central. Uh, I'll send you. I'll send you. You only have sound, regardless. Thank you. That's Todd Lebo heading to Vegas in just a few hours to cover the Chiefs on Sports Radio eight ten WHB.